you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, the high-flying Eagles cruised into Indy on Monday night and Darren Sproles stole the show. We've got highlights and fantasy analysis coming your way. Plus, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. It's waiver wire time. Our experts reveal which week two studs you have to target for your rosters. And the fantasy stock market is now open. Find out which players' stocks are sizzling hot and which are just ice cold. NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose starts now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the NFL. Matt Buddy Smith here with the Admiral Akbar Baja Biamila and the Fantasy Hall of Famer Michael Fabiano. A reminder, you can always follow us and tweet the show at NFL Fantasy. And we had uh, a heck. Sometimes you get the stinkers. Last night we had fantasy gold. Uh, A heck of a Monday nighter. So let's get straight to the highlights. Andrew Luck, Nick the two quarterbacks that would do battle, the bearded ones, and we go midway through the first now. Colts down 3 0. Ahmad Bradshaw breaks free for a 9 yard run. This year. And his night was just getting started. Same drive, Colts fourth and one, and they go from it. They go for it. I Even I could have caught that one. Yeah, I know. I've got hands like Paid that. Paid off. I'm sorry. I've got hands like that. No, you don't. 10 6. <laughs> Colts late in the second quarter, second and goal. Andrew Luck rolls. Hey, it's another touchdown for Andrew Luck what in the would, first four. What would a rank say about this? Uh, that helped no one. Here we go. Shady McCoy that back to the Eagles side of things. <laughs> Punches uh, it in from a yard out. 20 to 13 now. Colts on top. Eagles attacking again following a Colts turnover. This time, get him Sproles. Wow. Just trucking. He's representing for us. On his way guys. into the end zone. And that Five, six. would tie it up at 20 APs. Tie game. Three minutes into the fourth quarter. Colts inside the 10. Same Andrew play. Luck finds a wide open Ahmad Bradshaw again. Can't stop me, coach. Can't stop me, coach. Bradshaw would end the night with over 21 fantasy points. Now, under four minutes to go in the game, Nick Foles slings it to 
Jeremy Macklin, second week in a row with a touchdown for Macklin. Game tied up at 27 late in the fourth. Three minutes into the fourth quarter, Colts uh, inside the 10, and that's not Again. right. Instead, yeah. it is Sproles. Darren Sproles. Him in that's what we're talking about. He's going to make magic. Darren Sproles, uh, certainly, like we said, he went into Indy. He got it done. Cody Parkey with the game winner as time expired. Parkey. And a uh, the Eagles, I like despite last night. trailing by two touchdowns in the second half of each of their first two games, begin 2-0 and on the season. And, oh, boy, you want to talk about fantasy points aplenty. I don't know how many people you – how about this? Let me just, let me just put this out here yeah. real quick. Yeah. Uh, the amount of people that are like, oh, Darren Sproles and Andrew Luck last night, and I still lost by one point, but it was so close. Hey, if you're trailing by 50 points going into Monday night, <laughs> you got no business winning. So just accept that you made it a lot closer. It was interesting, but you had no business winning in the first place. Let's start with the winning side and uh, the star of the game, and that would be Darren Sproles. Uh, he is unquestionably a starter Every single week, Chip Kelly doing wonders with that two-back set. Well, and the reason why is because he really is a running back and a receiver. We saw that in his ability to get involved in the passing game. But then also when you look at how he's involved in the running game, you can line up in the backfield. You can do a lot of different things with him. And you can't say that for every running back. So depend on Darren Sproles. He's going to get his touches regardless. I, listen, the guy is a perfect fit for this offense. We have seen it. Uh, we've seen Chip Kelly produce big-time numbers from the running back position all the way back to his college days. And Sproles money, you're right. Uh, standard leagues, PPR leagues, uh, he's an RB2 flex type in this offensive attack. Well, and I'll tell you, you know, there, there are similarities with the Oregon offense, obviously, in the way he runs, the tempo he runs with, but also in the manner in which they put it on teams in the second half. They wear defenses they out. Up. Think about Oregon and Michigan State, and Mark Helfrich there still running the same offense. Teams just that they, offense, they try to keep up, and they can It's like can't. an NBA game, right? Yeah. Because they're always more explosive yeah, and, and interesting in the and second their adjustments, half. Their adjustments in the second half is huge. He's a better fit in this offense than he was for the New Orleans Saints. And as great as he was there, and that's why you shouldn't be worried about LaShawn McCoy because there's plenty of balls to go around. Right, and he still had 20 carries in the contest, so he's sort of the guy that you're going to get those touches out of the backfield, and he's still going to catch some passes as well. McCoy had four catches last night, but this is what we thought it was going to be. McCoy is still the bell cow. He's still the guy there. Maybe going to lose a few targets out of the backfield of Darren Sproles, but the offense is conducive to running backs finding success, and two running backs finding success in this case. And, and here's why it doesn't matter if Lash- uh, if Darren Sproles is getting off with LaShawn McCoy because with whatever opportunity LaShawn McCoy gets, he's going to make explosive plays. And as long as he's making explosive plays, your fantasy points are not yeah. in jeopardy. So you can depend on both of those guys and feel comfortable. In, in the case of Macklin, you know, he, he nearly he should have had a huge touchdown, like a 60-yard touchdown. Yes. Foles underthrew him a right. little bit. He is still lightning quick. He is still the number one receiver in that offense. And like we'll about every Philadelphia Eagle offensive player. He's a, he's a big wide receiver this year. I still believe he's going to come out uh, in wide receiver one type it, of numbers. If he stays healthy, Money, you're absolutely right. He could be right there. Remember, Deshaun Jackson, 10th in fantasy points among wide receivers last year. Macklin could be that guy if he can stay healthy. Right now, he's 7th in fantasy yeah. points among wide receivers ahead of a lot of big names. Well, and, the one thing to be concerned about. they still get to play about, the Redskins, the Cowboys. I mean, there is still when, a lot of Giants. When Nick, Foles, when Nick Foles gets pressure, though, in his face, he's looking at Sproles, Shady McCoy, and Ertz, sure. and not Macklin. So it depends on. And that offensive line was banged up last night. Yeah. So you're mm-hmm. looking for some of those. Lane Johnson to get healthy yep. again. The other side of the ball, Andrew Luck, another three-touchdown effort. 
Listen, a, a guy that I said was going to break into the top three. If any quarterback could do it, it was going to be Andrew Luck. And, and he's been phenomenal so far. Right now, he's among the top two quarterbacks in fantasy football. Better than Aaron Rodgers, better than Drew Brees. And, and this is going to continue because the Colts' offensive line is not that good. They put him in that shotgun money, and he can throw it. He's got some great weapons. Reggie Wayne is back. Looks like he's healthy. Looks like he's 10 years his junior at this point. And Luck can also run with the football, and that is a big advantage for any quarterback. I always preach that. And now he's got another weapon in Ahmad Bradshaw who looks like he's found the fountain of youth. Well, and speaking of Ahmad Bradshaw, get a look at the numbers uh, last night. And you see Bradshaw versus Richardson in a number of leagues, NFL.com leagues. Bradshaw was not even drafted. He is still available on the waiver wire. That Let me is go ahead and pick him up. Yeah. You may want to do that. You may want to do that. 21.6 points. Fourth in week two, and he's top ten overall right now. He is. Now. He's eighth right now. And it's funny because Trent Richardson had a good game last night, right? Good game. Yeah. He fumbled twice. He had so seven that. and a half fantasy points, and he averaged fewer than four yards a but carry I, again. I, I, I see what you're saying with when it comes to Trent Richardson. Yes, it was okay because we have low expectations, but Ahmad Bradshaw is the one who really stood out. This is his backfield. This is not Trent Richardson's backfield. I believe that Pep Hamilton is going to make that adjustment moving forward, that he has to be the bell cow. Maybe you sprinkle in Trent Richardson there to get a little bit of breather here. Don't let money influence the way you the way you play Ahmad Bradshaw. He looks good. You play him right now. He's healthy. Well, what did we say I mean, last week? Juice in his legs. He, uh, you just watch the game. The guy's got juice in his legs. Looks, Trent Richardson does not. Leaner. I mean, the, oh, I mean the, his vision, yeah. the way he hit the hole. I didn't see that with Trent Richardson. Remember, when he was in New York, he was an RB2 and a high RB2. I know you're starting Ahmad Bradshaw next week. Are you starting Trent Richardson? Well, they are playing the Jaguars. Yeah. So that is a very good matchup. Maybe, maybe a low Chance flex. Chance to get Trent on if track. A, exactly. No. If you're in a 12-team league, something like that. But I'm still worried about Trent Richardson. I still see a guy who's averaging fewer than four yards per carry, is now losing carries like he did last Bad year to Donald watch Brown. This, watch this. Watch he's how, fumbling the football. Uh, let me tell you something. He had some good runs there. I saw oh, some things no that made you think that, oh, wow, Trent Richardson can really do some things. But to me, if this was a dancing fantasy league where you got points for dancing, Dancing, I'm going to pick up Trent Richardson. Do you play He's, in any of those leagues? No, I don't play in any of those. <laughs> but I'm telling you, he looked like Usher out there just dancing. Just hit the hole and you can get way more yeah. bang for your well, buck. And, and again, hit the, the, the ball hit the turf twice. I mean, that's yeah. it. You, yeah, you, you talk about you turnovers in, in a game like that. The difference is, is turnovers. Yeah. So that's it for the Monday night game. For the latest news, let's throw it over to Marcus. Thank you, Money. Marcus Grant here with the Fantasy Maverick, Adam Rank. We're getting you caught up with all the latest news and notes from around the league. And NFL Media Insider Ian Rappaport right now reporting that Redskins wide receiver Deshaun Jackson intends to play Week 3 against the Eagles. Jackson left the game Sunday against Jacksonville in the first quarter due to a shoulder injury. Head coach Jay Gruden said Monday that Jackson's playing status is day-to-day and he'll be evaluated on how much pain he's in. It would be a surprise to see D-Jax miss his Philadelphia homecoming. Rank, what do you expect from him in week three? Yeah, do you think it would be kind of an upset? Like, this is the one game he's been waiting for all season. I don't think there's going to be anything that's going to keep him from being on the field. You want to think that it's just going to be a fan, that he's going to go in and take over, like, you know, Darnell Jefferson in, the, you know, <laughs> in fast times at Ridgemont Iowa. I don't know if that's going to be the case because – Historically, the Redskins haven't been able to throw the ball in Philadelphia. So while it makes a great narrative, to borrow a phrase from Peyton Manning, I'm not sure it's going to translate to reality. Wow, narrative. (laughs) Seahawks running back Marshawn Lynch was seen leaving the game Sunday slightly early due to back issues that head coach Pete Carroll called ongoing. 
Marshawn only had six carries for 36 yards. He did have 27 receiving yards and a touchdown. Look, Rank, we came into the season with concerns that this could be the year beast mode starts to wear down. Are we seeing the beginning of that, or is this just an overreaction? No, because this is what we talked about. You know, 400 touches last year, an extended run that carried all the way through the Super Bowl. And historically, when you look at running backs who have had 400 touches, they fall off a little bit the following year. And so when you look at Seattle's offense, they've got a lot of more explosiveness with guys like Percy Harvin. And they weren't afraid to use Bobby Turbin in this game either. Christian Michael wasn't inactive. But again, they've got other options that they're looking for the long term, which you know the Seahawks are. There's no reason to give this guy 30 touches, 20 touches a game because they can go with the other options. Yeah, may start to rest him for that playoff run that they're hoping to make. Bengals coach Marvin Lewis told the media Monday that star receiver A.J. Green's toe and foot issues are not a long-term injury. Still unclear on whether or not Green will play in Week 3. Since the Bengals have a bye in Week 4, they could choose to rest their star player for a couple of weeks. At this point, Rank, should people think about going out and grabbing a guy like Muhammad Sanu off waivers? He would be the number one wide receiver option to come off the board. Yeah, absolutely. He showed. Sanu looks pretty good. You know, you go back to his rookie season. He started to show a little bit of promise before he was injured. And now this season, he was targeted six times in that first game. He had 140 scrimmage yards last week. He's a pretty good. He's a pretty good viable option. Plus, there's a chance he might throw a touchdown pass in there he's, somewhere. You guys got that. He can do that. Absolutely. He's got that too. 49ers tight end Vernon Davis has avoided a serious ankle injury, according to CSN Bay Area, and he could be available to play this week. Davis had an MRI on his left ankle Monday, and results show a deep bruise and no structural damage. San Francisco faces the Arizona Cardinals Sunday, who are notoriously bad against tight ends. Any concerns? Davis has slowed with a bad wheel this week. As long as he's able to play, he plays for my fans. Fantasy team. I'm not going to be too concerned about it. We are pretty lucky that he avoided, or he's pretty lucky too, that he avoided serious injury. And as you said, the matchup against Arizona is very good because they're, they just give up a lot of points to tight ends. You saw Antonio Gates do that in week one. And then last week, Larry Donnell was targeted a ton by Eli Manning. So Vernon Davis figures to, pro- to be featured prominently in this passing game. Yeah, I think most folks would go Vernon Davis over Larry Donnell. So that, uh, that's Probably. Something. I would think so. Maybe. Just a little Maybe. bit. Falcons wide out Roddy White missed practice on Tuesday due to a hamstring injury. White and the Falcons are set to play against the Buccaneers on Thursday. So this is definitely worth keeping an eye on since time is short. If White can't go, is it worth going out and getting a guy like Harry Douglas off waivers? Absolutely. I really like this matchup. Hopefully, Roddy White will take to Twitter like he did last year and let us know whether he's a thumbs up or a thumbs down. <laughs> nice so we, him. Roddy, we're waiting for you. Just go ahead and let us know. We're cool. Absolutely. All right, still to come, is it time to hit the big red panic button on a few stars you used high draft picks on? Well, help is on the way in a little segment we like to call Panic or Don't Panic. Up next, we asked you to tweet the show with your week two game changer. So if you want to see your name on TV, make sure you stick around. This is NFL Fantasy Live. With NFL Now, you can watch stories, news, and highlights of your favorite teams on all your devices. Watch for free today at NFL.com now. And speaking of now, it is time now for Game Changers, presented by Bose. Now, this season, we look, we seek your help to decide which performances made the biggest impact for your fantasy teams. Each week, we'd like you to tweet us using the hashtag Game Changers, and we just may feature your tweet on an episode of NFL Fantasy Live. Today, we're going to talk about players that uh, fans let us know help them the most in Week 2. So, we get started with that spectacular 
spectacular contest between the Bears and the 49ers in San Francisco. Fabs, Jay Cutler. What a game he had, and I have to admit, I blew that call. I didn't like that matchup no. against San Francisco. He hadn't done anything against the Niners in two career starts, but that's what happens in fantasy football, guys. If you were smart enough to start him and smarter than me, well... You definitely reap the rewards, uh, and it's great getting all those points in a night game, especially if you're down going into that contest. And Cutler and Marshall, they continue to make beautiful fantasy music together. What a great catch Marshall made in the end zone. Three touchdowns overall. Jay Cutler looking very good so far, and he's got a good matchup on the horizon against those New York Jets on Monday night. Now let's think. Jordy Nelson, Aaron Rodgers, how do they do this past uh, those, Yeah, uh, pretty good. Those Jets. Uh, how about Phillip Rivers, Rank? Absolutely amazing from my bench. Glad that I uh, benched for Jake Locker. <laughs> what? You, but, uh, yeah. both. you know, a lot of people did you? it, though. He was started by less than 10% of the population. But we are here to celebrate those who actually started Phillip Rivers. And what a game the Chargers put out. What a game plan. You know, really taking advantage of the middle of the field using Antonio Gates. And when I drafted Phillip this year, I was kind of worried about the first two games. He had a tough matchup against Arizona to start week one. Then, of course, he had this one against the Seahawks. But now it looks like it's going to be a little bit more smooth sailing. He's got Buffalo this week. I start him for the rest of the year. Let's talk rookie wide receivers, Marcus. I have been big on rookie wide receivers this year. And Sammy Watkins, near the top of that list, he's finally healthy after kind of being banged up in the preseason, went out and and showed out big against the Miami Dolphins. Over 100 yards receiving. First Bills rookie receiver with 100 yards in a game since Lee Evans in 2004. Lee Evans. Let's hope he has a better finish than Lee Evans did. I like the way Sammy Watkins looks right now. Yeah, I'm going to – I got quite a bit of – Twitter traffic, I'm sure all of you did as well, on Brandon Marshall and whether or not should I start him once the word was out that he was going to play. And and I tried to make this as simple as possible. When Brandon Marshall, a top five receiver, top three receiver in the NFL, is playing, understand that 60% of him is going to be better than 100% of nearly every wide receiver, (laughs) two or flex that you're going to put him. One stuck out, Akeem Nix or Brandon Marshall? Go ahead and start Brandon Marshall. (laughs) Don't start playing matchups just yet. Don't worry about injuries just yet. Yet, Let players prove to you that they aren't healthy, that the matchups are bad before you start benching them for uh, lower-tier players. Jordy Nelson, Frank. Yeah, people were freaking out about him after week one, but seriously, Seahawks. That kind of stuff is just going to happen when you go out, especially when you're in Seattle. But Jordy Nelson was fantastic. He almost pardoned me. For the sin of benching Philip Rivers for Jake Locker. But not, not quite enough, but he did. He was amazing. And he's got a he's actually got a tough matchup this week against Detroit. His last two visits to the Motor City haven't been very good. And I guess I'm only saying that to bum you out, because again, to your point, Money. You're not gonna bench You're him. not gonna bench Jordy Nelson. It's it's fun to talk about, but Jordy Nelson is a guy you start each and every week, quietly becoming one of the best receivers in fantasy, almost a top five guy. How about a waiver wire pickup for you, Fabs, and Delaney Walker that worked out, huh? How about we had Walker right last week, Jake Locker. Uh, Okay, that's a different story. But Delaney Walker was fantastic against the Dallas Cowboys, putting up 10 catches, had 14 targets in the contest. Right now, he is one of the 10 best tight ends in fantasy football. If you look at points, he has scored a touchdown in each of his first two games of the year. He's athletic. He's a lot faster than I thought he was, too, boy. He had that one touchdown where he just burned through that Dallas secondary. He's available in a lot of leagues on NFL.com 
arm right now. Pick him up. I'll stick with the uh, tight end. We said it after week one. Phillip Rivers is very Peyton Manning-esque in, in his trust level. He trusts Antonio Gates. He helped put Antonio Gates into the Hall of Fame, and that's where Antonio Gates is going to end up. And you could see it in week one against Arizona. That repeatedly was the direction he went against the Cardinals, and he did it again against the Seahawks. They had no answer for Gates in the middle of the field, and Phillip Rivers took advantage of it, exploited it, and I suspect he'll do the same thing this week in Buffalo. Love Antonio Gates moving forward. How about some defense, Marcus? Absolutely. You would think that on a day when we celebrated the 200th anniversary of the Star Spangled Banner, the Patriots defense would step up and play well, right? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Uh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> was you the, gotta be they were me. huge. Six sacks, four takeaways. You had the blocked field goal. Chandler Jones with the scoop and score. You got to be kidding And me. a huge, huge day <laughs> for the Patriots defense. Don't know if you can start them every single week, but that was certainly a fantastic matchup against the Vikings on Sunday. Hashtag I just, I just want you to deliver that line again because I, I know you've been sitting on it all Show. Why don't you just go ahead and deliver it again. On the day we celebrate the 200th yes. anniversary of the Star Spangled Banner. Of Yay, course Francis the Patriots Schottky. need yeah, That's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, anything else you want to put in there? No, I think I'm done now. All right. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was Game Changers uh, presented by Bose. All right. How about this, uh, fantasy fans? If you really want the edge on the competition this season, make sure you check out NFL Now. It's the NFL's all-new mobile app. It has instant in-game highlights. You can get it right now. It's free at NFL.com slash now. How have you all been using NFL Now to help with your fantasy teams? Because it's a great tool. Well, what I love is those instant in-game highlights of the fantasy players that I have. So I remember when DeMarco Murray scored that touchdown against the Titans, and I have DeMarco Murray in one of my leagues. Oh, I was loving seeing him cross that goal line. I would imagine so. Score! Yeah, see, actually, I, I can't get enough of watching you guys. So the fact that <laughs> I can watch NFL Fantasy Live on my oh, phone, that's, that's on my boom. tablet, my yeah. Xbox, whatever you have it, I, I love it. That's, that's the best part. You know, it's leveled the playing field because there used to be a time where I'd have a leg up on the competition, but now all my friends use NFL now. And so when Brandon Marshall was an active, my friend actually put him back into his lineup and I lost because of it. So NFL now giveth Certainly. and taketh away. <laughs> Both. Uh, it's great, but it's horrible too. And by horrible, I mean for us because it's hard for us to have the advantage now. Still to come on uh, NFL Fantasy Live. Week two was full of big fantasy injuries, which means week three is full of big waiver wire targets. Coming up, we reveal which backup running back is ready to put up big numbers. And if you've got these fantasy stars on your squad, you may want to pull your hair out, but take a deep, not you, right? Take a deep breath. Got <laughs> to ten because we'll explain that why cool. you shouldn't panic just yet. Too soon. <laughs> Think you can't live without your phone? Wait until you download the new NFL.com Fantasy Football app. Live draft from anywhere and watch in-game video highlights on the go. NFL.com makes fantasy football better for everyone. Download for free at NFL.com/fantasy app. It's time for Clear Choices, presented by the makers of Claritin. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Matt Money-Smith here, Adam Rank here, Akbar Bajabiamila, all giggly over there with the Hall of Famer, Michael Fabi. I don't know what's so funny. The waiver wire, man. It's serious business. Yeah, it That's is. That's where our season is won and lost. So let's help clarify who you should be targeting this week. And for that, we lean on our Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano, his top ten Waiver wire targets. Uh, running back, running back, running back, running back. Hey, there's a wide receiver. Uh, tight end, running back, uh, wide
wide receiver, wide receiver. A lot of injured running backs. For a while. Uh, all right, Fabs, uh, let's get to the waiver wire players there at the top of your list. Why don't you get us started? Your number one is obviously Niall Davis. I'm going with Niall Davis because Jamal Charles has a high ankle sprain. And we guys, we know yeah, that's, awful, that could awful. be a four- to six-week injury. And Niall Davis, to me, has the most upside and the most scoring potential of any of those running backs on the waiver wire. Look what he did last week against the Denver Broncos. 24 touches, had a huge game, 22.5 fantasy points. And that offense is conducive to running backs putting up big numbers. Jamal Charles, the top running back in fantasy football just one season ago. Niall Davis is my guy. And if I'm in a league where I have to bid on free agents, uh, I'm telling you, if I got a $1,000 cap, I'm going six, dollars $700 on it. Ooh, well, certainly uh, just sticking with the theme there, Fabs, and running backs get hurt. That's what happens. Yep. And when you have a situation in Kansas City with Jamal Charles, totally understand Niall Davis. You have one in San Diego as well, and that's an MCL injury to Ryan Matthews. Uh, I think a lot of people thought it might be coming. He's been banged up his whole career, and now Ryan Matthews down with that MCL, and Donald Brown at his backup. And look, you know why I like Donald Brown? Because his name's Donald. Let's go into the annals of the <laughs> NFL. You know who are the great running backs? Jim Walter. Barry. I don't follow Franco, you. Franco. Tony. I don't follow you. Don't say Emmett. That doesn't help me with <laughs> oh, my sorry, point, Rank. Sorry, sorry. I wasn't going to say Emmett. I was oh, specifically sorry, overlooking sorry, Emmett. Matt. The point is with Donald Brown, he was explosive in that Indianapolis offense last year when Trent Richardson couldn't be. He is a productive player that has not been given a real opportunity in that offense with Mike McCoy. They love to run the ball. They want to run the ball. He's headed to Buffalo. I love Donald Brown off that waiver wire. What do you yeah, got? Another yeah. solid name, though. Kyrie. Huh? Oh, oh, you're going Kyrie here. Robinson. Sorry. Who? Kyrie Robinson. Who? Kyrie Robinson. I see a lot of fantasy enthusiasts. They like to check out during the playoffs. But, you know, last year, Kyrie kind of emerged in that game against the Eagles. And he looked like a straight-up hoss. And he was somebody I was really excited about coming into the season. But, you know what? Mark Ingram beat him out. Fair and square. But now he's going to get his opportunity with Ingram out with a hand injury for at least a month. So Robinson's the guy that'll be tag- targeting on the waiver wire. Although I had picked him up, and I had to drop him because I had to pick yeah. up San Antonio Holmes to back up my Brandon Marshall play. But Kyrie Robinson, I, I really like what he's going to be able to do. I know Pierre Thomas is down there. Pierre Thomas is going to have the same exact role. He's going to catch 70 passes. He's going to be a part of that yeah. offense. But there's room for Robinson, too. If you got a quarterback need, Akbar? You know what? Look at Kirk Cousins. I wouldn't look too far away. I mean, I know in year one we were impressed when we did see him in limited action. He did some things. Year two, weren't, weren't really impressed with Kirk Cousins. I believe at this point now, I think what Jay Gruden can help Kirk Cousins do is really help him evolve as a complete quarterback. Of course, we know RG3 out with that dislocated ankle, so he's going to get a lot of action, but he was able to get connected with his tight ends. I think Pierre Garçon is going to get involved in this offense. He's got a lot of guys around him to make him better. Let's get one more running back in here, Fabs. Let's do it. Bobby Rainey. Hey, guys, have you noticed a trend? Last year, Doug Martin played, didn't play well. He got hurt. Mike James come in, was great. Then he got hurt. Bobby Rainey came in. He played well. This year, Martin played, didn't do anything in that first game before getting hurt. Rainey comes in in week two and gashes the Rams for 144 rushing yards. This week he's playing on Thursday Night Football on CBS and NFL Network against Atlanta. They've given up more fantasy points to running backs than any team in the National Football League. I'm worried about Doug Martin because 
every other running back that's coming to replace him has looked a lot better than he has. Yeah, and same formula applies. Lovey Smith and Jeff Tedford, they want to run the ball, especially with Josh McCown struggling. So no doubt, at the very least, he's going to get the touches. And no he's question. produced when he's been given the touches. He's been very good. Let's get uh, one I, more running back I, in can here, Can I make Ray. it up to you and go with John Stewart? There we with go. That, with that? A man. That, a that, hey, that was Bobby. I like you took a Bobby, running back named Bobby. John. John. This is, you know, if you're further down the waiver wire like I am in a couple of leagues, John Stewart is somebody to go ahead and target. I like the matchup this week against the Steelers, who haven't been able to stop anybody on the run. You go all the way back to the preseason. Teams have been able to bring, to uh, gain a lot of yards on the ground against the Steelers. So I'm picking them, I'm picking them up, especially if D'Angelo Williams is a no-go for a second consecutive week. Pretty solid option right there. All right, let's get, uh, how about a non-running back yes, selection? Yes, so let's go with a wide receiver, finally. Muhammad Sanu, and I like that name. Muhammad Sanu. That's a no really good it. name. But <laughs> Muhammad Sanu, even if you look back at the week one game, he was still being targeted. I think he was targeted like five or six times by Andy Dalton. So you know that Hugh Jackson is going to try to get him involved. But with A.J. Green out with this or with his toe injury, not out, but just with his toe injury, I think Sanu is going to be a very good flex play with or without A.J. Green playing in this game. Hey, did you get the four points for that touchdown he threw? Huh? Did you get that? Fabs, yeah. do we yeah. get that? And he's got an arm. He, that? Hey, he's got an arm, though. All right, yeah, he, there we go. Do. Get yeah. those four points for that it touchdown thrown. I do just quickly. I do because we did not have an opportunity to engage on the, uh, the Kyrie. As somebody that has been touting Mark Ingram all preseason, all season, it does drive you bananas that the man is averaging darn near seven yards per carry, and he's <laughs> carrying the ball 11 times, even though he's still getting you the points, even right? though it's still What does that mean? Like, Explosive. Yeah, it just means just a, just a little bit more from those running backs from Sean Payton. It looks like That's it's true. working. All right, that was Clear Choices presented by the makers of Claritin. Just saying. Averaging noble <laughs> seven yards per carry, maybe a few more. Coming up on NFL Fantasy Live, time to ring that opening bell because we're taking a look at the fantasy stock market. We debate whose value is falling fast and whose stock is soaring to new heights. All right, welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. <laughs> Somewhere on the, the set, official the, the teacher fantasy from the peanuts is on. football show of the NFL. Matt Money Smith here, Marcus oh. Grant, the Fantasy Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. And, uh, yeah, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter, at NFL Fantasy. Let's get to the highlights. We had a Monday nighter last night, chock full of fantasy points. We love that. Andrew Luck. Look at that beard. He had it going. It's a beautiful beard. Nick Foles, look at that beard. Little Pac-12 action there, Stanford, Arizona. And how about Ahmad Bradshaw? You better go oh. pick him up if he's in your league. Things to come. Go get Ahmad him. Bradshaw Colts up 7-3, third quarter now. Eagles down a touchdown and Darren this guy well, speaking about beers, if there's somebody who can shave a defense, it's Darren Sproles. I'm proud wow, to be short. 19 yards cool for that <laughs> TD. It's 2020 now. Three minutes into the fourth quarter. Colts inside the 10. Same oh, well, you know, it's Ahmad Bradshaw. Weren't the first Again. time. 40-inch vertical, by the way, there on Ahmad Bradshaw. Wow. I could tell. Not bad. Bradshaw would end the night with over 21 fantasy points. Now under four minutes. Eagles down seven. Nick Foles, Jeremy Macklin, second week in a row with a touchdown. And the Eagles go on to win it. 30 to 27. Great game, too. Would it you was. say there is a plethora of fantasy points on the board? Yes, oh, yes, I can't even are. calculate them. Andrew Luck, Ahmad Bradshaw, Nick Foles, McCoy. Oh, oh Darren Sproles. You are no flex running back. Darren Sproles and Jeremy Macklin. Not to mention Cody Parkey, who uh, won a couple leagues out there. So, week two is in the books, guys. Uh, let's get a look at uh, which stock is up and whose stock is falling. We'll start with the risers, Fabs, as we expand beyond that Monday nighter. Uh, in the NFC East, DeMarco Murray. 
how good has he been? Great. Right, we're we're really talking about the number one running back in fantasy football right now based on points. He has been phenomenal. He is a bell cow for the Dallas Cowboys. If the Cowboys are going to stay in the NFC East race, they need to run the football. And DeMarco Murray is proving that he is one of the better featured backs in the National Football League. And let's remember, guys, he's in a contract year, so he's playing for Doe, and that is a big motivation big for a lot of players. DeMarco's been fantastic. Right now, again, the number one running back in fantasy football. It's not Jamal Charles. It's nope. not LeSean McCoy. It's it? not Matt Forte. Who is it? DeMarco Murray. Stay healthy, DeMarco. Love it. Stay Oh, please stay healthy. Be fine. Speaking of health, uh, Marcus, health impacts your stock up here. Definitely. Pierre Thomas is a guy whose stock is definitely going up because of the injury to Mark Ingram. We knew Thomas was going to be a guy who was going to be big in PPR league simply because he gets targets, he gets catches. But now with Ingram out of action, Thomas is going to get a lot of those carries. Yes, Kyrie Robinson will jump in there. He'll get some looks as well. But Thomas, I think, is going to be the guy that takes over for the near future. He's a guy who can be on the field for three downs. It's always a big plus. Uh, I had quite a few Cam Newton questions going into week three, week uh, two. I assume you guys did as well. Stock up or down on Cam Newton? Well, be very confident that... Cam Newton's stock is definitely going up. When you think about him coming back from injury, I think he's surrounded with some a little bit better talent because Derek Anderson did a great job in warming up the confidence of Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin. When you talk about going up against a strong defense like the Detroit Lions and be able to put up 19 points, that's big for Cam Newton. Not afraid to get out there and run, even with his wrist injury and, and with the ankle thing going on. So I like Cam Newton to continue to get better and produce. No question. Right there with you. I, I was uh, astounded at this statistic. The Chicago Bears defense, once drafted inside the top 10 rounds, is owned in just 20% of our NFL.com league. Certainly they were terrible last year. You think about the addition specifically on that defensive line. Jared Allen, Willie Young, Mel Tucker runs the same style of defense that Lovey Smith did, so not a lot of scheme change there. The players are getting more comfortable, and they are getting to the quarterback, and that means a lot of opportunities for interceptions already this year. I suspect that trend will continue. There's just too much talent on that side of the ball. I'd say pick up that Bears defense if your defense has been letting you down. I have yeah, yeah, all right, let's flip it to the other side now. So I guess uh, we knew all that was going to be stock up. This will all be uh, stock down. Fabs, where are we starting? Tom Brady. No. Listen, Uh-oh. I mean, Giselle's wow. not even talking to him. He's playing so bad right now, okay? <laughs> this is a problem because Tom Brady has had a couple of decent matchups. Last week, I, I liked him against the NFC team, Minnesota, on the road where he had really thrived, and he didn't do anything. Uh, He's not even averaging 11 fantasy points per game right now for fantasy owners. Now, I know he's playing the Raiders this week, and the Raiders' defense is lousy, so maybe he's still on the QB1 radar. I'd feel more comfortable if he actually put up more than 15 or 16 fantasy points in a game. I still say he's a low-end QB1, but right now, guys, that arrow is pointing downward. But he's playing the Raiders. But he's playing the Raiders. Exactly. He's playing the Raiders. Marcus Dennis Pitta. Dennis Pitta is a guy that I like a lot coming into the season. I'll tell Daniel you what. Owen Daniels. I'm guessing most of America forgot Owen Daniels was with the Ravens until he caught two touchdown passes Daniel in Owen week Daniels. two. And look, Daniels <laughs> is not going to catch two touchdown passes every week, but what concerns me is that he's going to be a bigger part of the offense than I think a lot of us anticipated. Yes, the Steelers shut down Pitta. That's kind of what they do. I'm just more worried that suddenly Flacco's got that second tight end option that's going 
and draw some targets away. Unlike uh, some people in this business, I am ready to admit my mistakes. I have already done it more than once on this very show, but I told you so. Do not get too freaked out over one week. The Niners were blowing out the Cowboys, and Carlos Hyde got all that second-half action because they wanted to rest Frank Gore after he piled up 66 yards. He is not going to be used regularly. He did not produce against the Bears, and uh, unless they're looking to, again, give Gore a breather, I don't suspect you're going to see a running back tandem in San Francisco. And Carlos Hyde's not even a flex starter for me moving forward until he proves otherwise. Well, you know, for me, that's a definitive uh, statement. Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> I like Mark, it, I'm down on the Seattle Seahawks defense. So you think about the way Phillip Rivers was able to attack this defense, wasn't afraid to, to challenge the wider, uh, their, excuse me, their cornerbacks, especially Richard Sherman. But the, what was impressive to me, or just kind of a, a big question mark, was they didn't get a sack in this game? You mean to tell me that you had touchdowns and no sacks, no pressure on the quarterback? You can't give Phillip Rivers that kind of time, and now they're going up against the Denver Broncos. Do you start them? Do you oh. start them this week? You know what? In no. Seattle? I'm, wow. I'm not going to start him this week because yeah, I know Peyton Manning. I'm not. I'm really not because Peyton I know Peyton Manning is going to absolutely destroy this defense. You're he saw right. already what the Chargers did to him on defense. You don't think that he's going to take that same game hey, plan? I like it's it. called a scouting take report. A bold take, take a bold position. Scouting report. Take a bold position. When NFL Fantasy Live returns. I like that. Takes. We're only two weeks I'm into the season. And you're already reaching for the panic button. Well, you're not the only one. We'll tell you which fantasy stars have us freaking out already. Plus, it's time to put some players to pasture. Really? There are no free rides on a championship roster, and we're telling you which guys you gotta get the X. It's Thursday Night Football, and it heads to Atlanta. The Falcons, high-powered offense battles the Bucks. Football starts here. Bucks falcons Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, live on CBS and NFL Network. All right, welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose. Matt Money Smith here, Rank, Akbar, Fabs, and many a folk are hitting that their panic button on a number of underperforming stars. So we're going to help the people out with a segment we cleverly like to call. Ready for it? Yeah. I thought went into this one. Hold on. Okay. Mm, if only we had timpani drums. It's right there on the lower third. Panic. Don't panic. <laughs> well, yeah, but on the street, they don't know that it's called uh, P-O-D-P, Potup. So, Akbar, uh, <laughs> get us started. I will give you Her? Colin Kaepernick. Panic, you know, don't panic. Don't panic on Colin Kaepernick. When I look at the way Colin Kaepernick has played, yes, he's in that game against the Chicago Bears. He threw three interceptions. He was your lock of the week. Yeah, I, I really do. I believe in him. The reason why is because I know Jim Harbaugh is really working with Colin Kaepernick to stay in the pocket, go through his read, and you've seen some of that. Now he's trying to fight his instinct to get out that pocket and run, and that doesn't help when you have your right tackle, Jonathan Martin, who can't Billy, help with the protection. And Willie so Young. you have to have that trust factor. There's a trust factor. Yeah, w- Will Young Ooh. ate him up. But Colin Kaepernick is going to get better as the season progresses because he's, he's going to be a dual threat. A quarterback can, can dice you from the pocket and then, oh, have the to run out of the pocket, that's dangerous. And he'll go to that read option, all that other stuff. You stick with Colin Kaepernick. Don't panic. So the Bears put it on uh, Colin Kaepernick. Let's stick in the NFC North, Fabs. I will give you Eddie Lacy. Panic, don't panic. And this is a guy that I am not panicking on. In fact, I would buy low on Eddie Lacy right now. Remember, first game of the season, Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Who does anything there Hornets from best. a fantasy perspective? And he got hurt, so he missed some time. Then he came back. Played the Jets. Really good run defense. I mean, really good run defense. And so I'm not surprised he didn't put up big numbers. Things are going to get better for Eddie Lacy. So if there's an owner out there that has Eddie Lacy and he's deciding that he's panicking, he's freaking out, he doesn't want him anymore, go ahead and take him off that owner's hands. 
things will get better, I promise you, for Eddie Lacy owners. All right, I feel like I'm just lobbing a softball up at you here, uh, Rank, because I need some panic in my life. Uh, Doug, oh, you, you're coming to the right guy. <laughs> Doug Martin, Tampa I'm, Bay. I'm panicking hey! on Doug, but how could you not panic hey! on Doug Martin? Michael summed it up perfectly earlier. There's been a couple of running backs out there for Tampa Bay who have gone out and played. All of them have looked better than Doug Martin, who is not all played very All of them. Everybody who ran a ball for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season has looked better than Doug Martin. It's going to be easy to find the video of Doug Martin not being able to do much of anything because, uh, you know, this was a tough matchup against the Panthers. But even when you go back to the preseason, didn't show a lot of burst, didn't show a lot of great moves that we had come to expect from him that we saw during his rookie year. And... It seems like they're just forcing it to him. I think as fantasy enthusiasts, we just thought this was going to be a perfect situation with Lovey Smith, with Jeff Tepford, as you were saying, Money, that they were just going to run the ball a ton, but it's been one of those situations. Just hasn't worked out. Uh, I am going to submit to the people a, a panic situation, and okay. uh, I don't know if anybody was higher on Toby Gerhardt before the season <laughs> than this Wait, guy, on, the, uh, the state of California's all-time leading rusher as a high school player, a man that made Stanford really what it is with Jim Harbaugh. And I suspected that Gus Bradley was going to take that formula that Pete Carroll used in Seattle, bring it to Jacksonville, and there's no question he wants to. Unfortunately, the run blocking in Jacksonville has been brutal. There are no holes for Toby Gerhardt to get through. The team falls behind routinely, even though they had that 14-point lead uh, against the Eagles, uh, and they start throwing the ball around. And it has been nothing but a hot mess. You see sub three yards per carry, and I am certainly panicking on Toby Gerhardt. He is a flex slash I only play him if I absolutely have to right now until he can absolutely show me is it, something. Is it bad if I say, I told you so? Is that bad? A little it, bit. Is. Is that a little, okay. It is, Am but I it's like only two you weeks. Down? A it, little is, bit. it is only two weeks, so okay. I, I'm not dropping him. I'm not going to trade him to somebody that's looking to buy low, but he's not going to be in my lineup for, right. uh, and he is on every single one. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Akbar, all right. uh, let's go to the wide receiver position. Pierre Garçon. 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 Don't, don't panic on Pierre Garçon. And I think the good reason why is because Kirk Cousin is the quarterback. I think with RG3, this would have been a little different. I might have said panic because I don't know that RG3 really was trusting what Jay Gruden was putting in place. There's a lot of stuff going on with that offensive line. But here's what I know about a young quarterback and a, a guy who hasn't gotten a lot of reps. He's going to trust whatever system because he hasn't had that opportunity to go out there and makeshift and do a lot of his own thing. So he's very young and very fresh. So he's going to depend on his wide receiver, stud wide receiver in Pierre Garçon. He's going he's gonna to trust his tight end. So he's going to do everything the coach asks him to do. And that's what we call an obedient quarterback. Kirk Cousin will get Pierre Garçon going in this following week. An obedient quarterback. An obedient you, quarterback. You, sir, are an obedient quarterback. Uh, <laughs> Fab's the tight end position. It's, it, I mean, you want to talk about a tough position to manage. And when you have a big name and he's not performing, you have a sense of panic, perhaps, that comes over you. So... Let's go to the star. Let's go to Dallas. Let's go to America's team. And Jason Witten, who really has been a model of consistency at the position his whole career. And, and really, guys, unless you have Jimmy Graham or uh, Julius Thomas, I mean, mm -hmm. we can't even put Rob Gronkowski in there because he had a bad game last week. Tight ends just don't produce big numbers week in and week out. It doesn't happen outside of maybe two or three guys. And Witten's no different. If you looked at his numbers last year, he certainly had some good games, but he also had some games that were stinkers. And especially on the road, Witten seems to struggle. This week they're playing in St. Louis against the Rams. If you picked up Delaney Walker, for example, I'd play him and bench Witten, but I'm not panicking because at some point he's going to put up good numbers and you're going to be fine starting Jason Witten. And really, your alternatives are thin. As you said, the tight end yeah. position is really, really tough this year. And, and let me add a non-fantasy point here. Sure. Jason Witten and I have the same birthday. <laughs> 
I just oh, say that. Is that right? No, in that there's, case. Too much, there's too much optimism. <laughs> in that case, yeah. back over to the panicking. Side. I will. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to go panic on VJAX, Vincent Jackson in Tampa, and I don't want to discount Josh McCown as a starting quarterback in Tampa just but yet. But you should. But you have to ask whether or not it was the system and the it fact was. that Jimmy Clausen has looked great in the preseason, that Jay Cutler is experiencing the highest highs of his NFL career under Mark Tressman. And Josh McCown is in Tampa with Lovey Smith, who always struggled to get the offense going. Defense, great. Offense, not so great. Now, I guess just to temper my panic, I would point out that he is facing, that the Bucks have faced two of the best pass rushing teams in the NFL, and the Panthers and the St. Louis Rams through two weeks. But, boy, just eyeball test having watched some Josh McCown this year. I am certainly a little bit nervous about him being able to get that ball downfield to Mike Evans or Vincent Jackson. The guy was Jackson. a journeyman quarterback yeah, for his I'd entire be, career. Yeah, but give him at least it. Give, give him two me. more weeks yeah. in, in, in a quarter of I'm the season. Trading, give, yeah. give, him, give him a little bit more time. I'm not going to trade Vincent Jackson. I'm just, again, I like Toby Gerhardt. Flex, maybe bench if I've got some uh, better-looking options right now. Uh, let, let's uh, let's see. How about Victor Cruz? Speaking panic. of number one wide receiver. Straight up panic with Victor Cruz. <laughs> I am, I'm sorry, but there, there's just a lot of things not going right with the New York Giants right now. And a big part of it stems from Eli Manning. Now, we made light of uh, Hakeem Nix going on his touchdown strike last year. But Victor Cruz has gone a long stretch without a touchdown, too. And the most troubling thing to me is that when they get near the goal line, Eli's looking for Larry Donnell, and he's looking for Reuben Randall. He doesn't seem to be looking for Victor Cruz. So that, to me, shows that this could be a long-term trend, and I just don't like the situation in New York. Eli's throwing the ball. They're still working through the uh, the new offense there, and there's a lot. I just gotta, hey, I, I'm not, again, it's a good not, amount of panic. I like, not, I like getting the panic in here. You not, know what? People freaking out in week three. <laughs> not going to drop them, but I'm not starting yeah. anymore. No, and, and look, if you feel like, uh, if you feel differently, go ahead. Make me an offer. Huh? Make, make me an no, offer. I don't want yeah. Victor Cruz. You want Victor Cruz? Yeah. I, I already, I already know what's going on over on there. Air. Yeah, remember that? I do remember that. Mr. Yeah. Welch over here. All right, <laughs> coming up next. It's never easy to kick a player to the curb, but there is no room for remorse. If you want to be a fantasy champion, we're telling you which players you need to cut when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Drop Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Matt Money Smith here with the guys. Uh, time to talk about players to drop because you got to drop somebody to make room for a waiver wire pickup. And there's a lot of fantasy gold on that waiver wire there this is. week, Fab. So what do we got? Uh, you know what? I'm cutting shit with uh, RG3. I'm cutting bait on him because Whoa. he is – I don't know that he's going to come back anytime soon. And when he does, he's no guarantee to get that starting job back. Her cousins looked pretty good there against the Jaguars. So – I, I liked him coming into the season, but you like running quarterbacks, I am bads. admitting my mistake. I'm cutting RG3. All right, high expectations for a rookie running back there, Rank. But it's time to part ways with Bishop Sankey. There's too many running backs out there on the waiver wire who are actually going to play this week. You cannot afford the luxury of hoping that this rookie from Washington is going to come on and make a fantasy impact this season. So it's time to sail on from Bishop Sankey. Hey, now, let's keep the ship thing going there, Marcus. We are getting off the Danny Amendola ship. Remember we thought he was going to be the new replacement for Wes Welker? Yes. That hasn't happened. We're still waiting on him to be a part of this Patriots offense. Tom Brady has struggled, but when he's completing passes, they're to Julian Edelman, they're to Rob Gronkowski. You worry about whether Aaron Dobson or Kimbrell Tompkins gets in there. I'm done with Amendola. So you're making him walk the plank? I am. Oh, boy, a bridge too far. How far you got one? You know, I I actually had this decision in one of my other leagues, and I had to get rid of uh, Brian Hartline. I I ended up picking up Josh Gordon just because I'd rather wait on that. You look at the last couple of games, uh, less than four points. uh, I'm dropping them like I dropped that ball. You know what ship he was on, right? 
The Lobo. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's it for us today. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for Fab Starts and Sits for Week 3. That's Wednesday at 4 Eastern on NFL Now and 5 Eastern on NFL Network. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.